Welcome to another episode of Airborne Reborn by Asinto, a weekly summary of the latest news in new aerospace, covering electric vertical aviation, low carbon flights, autonomy, drones, and the new space sector. My name is Sam Chandra, one of the aviation leads at Asinto, and today we're joined by Charles Osborne, the CEO and founder of Asinto. Good morning, everyone, and good morning, Charles. Now, can you just let us know what is your favorite story for the last seven days? Good afternoon, Chile in Vietnam, Sam. My favourite story from the last seven days, it's, it's a tough one. A lot this week in new aerospace, but I think for me, vertical aerospace over here in, in Great Britain, down in Bristol, have announced uh, a big old round of funding. I'm not sure if they've, they've disclosed exactly how much, but as part of the SPAC merger and public listing, they'll be going through in the US at the valuation of the company, something like 22 billion dollars, some big kind of conditional aircraft orders from American Airlines and Virgin Atlantic, money from Rolls-Royce, from Microsoft's venture fund, M12VC. Really exciting news, I think, for the, the aerospace industry in the UK as a whole. How about yourself? What caught your eye this week? As a sustainable aviation fanatic myself, I think my favorite story is United Airlines launching their United Airlines Ventures, which is being run by VP of Corporate Development, Mike Leskin, and they're aiming to decarbonize aviation by 2050 without the use of carbon offsets. So they are putting another foot into the sustainable aviation fold, encouraging investment and on the lookout for new startups, a shout out to anyone out there that is hunting for some money. Another favorite story is happening in my native Australia. They've got a bit of a, a helicopter backpack, a couple of rotors next to each other, flying a guy around. Quite stable, actually. Electra Aero coming out with their short takeoff and landing. Distributed electric hybrid aircraft recently. So those are my favorites, three favorites. Could you take us through the rest of this week's news, Charles? You can't have three favourites, Sam. Okay, let's kick off with Electra Aero that you've mentioned. So really interesting segment of the market, this short takeoff and landing rather than vertical. As you said, I think not quite as sexy as the, the vertical takeoff and landing stuff because everyone likes something that flies like a Harrier or F-35. So it's a hybrid powertrain. It's distributed electric propulsion. It's got a blown wing. They claim, I think, what, 100-meter takeoff and landing at speeds as low as 30 miles an hour. Really cool, really interesting. And I think for regional, if not carbon neutral, but very low carbon operations for, what, up to seven packs or cargo, 500-mile range, really interesting. New company founded, I think, only last year based in Virginia. Got some team in Switzerland. Lots of exciting jobs going on their, on their website, electra.aero. I'd uh, highly recommend checking them out. Sticking with the electric vertical aircraft section, Archer, the big one, I think overnight UK time, they had a big event in Los Angeles, Hollywood. Style, glitz, glamour unveiling of their two-seat pilotless aircraft that will be their sort of Pathfinder certification. We cover that in quite some detail in the longer form version of this podcast so subscribers have a look out for that in your feed where we get into a, a bit more detail on the vehicle architecture the company's approach all that sort of stuff everb and mobility have, have got a new partnership in brazil with helisul who are i believe an operator of around 50. helicopters it's not just helicopters i don't think because they do some 
right. I think they do some fixed wing maintenance. They're an FBR fixed base operator themselves. They do some medevac stuff. But yeah, I think the competence for this partnership was certainly the helicopter fleet they operate, and they're going to use that to inform urban air mobility style operations in partnership with EVE. I think, again, it's another one of those that includes an order for up to 50 of EVE's aircraft, but they're only touting first flight of a simulator in, what, June of this year and and a some sort of aircraft later in 2021, October, I think. Japan, I believe it's the first flight of uh, of an EVSAR-style aircraft we've seen reported in Japan. It is one from China, which will raise some eyebrows, I should think, in various tall buildings in Tokyo. Cool to see the 216 picking up at another first, though, the, the E-Hang aircraft. Again, we've, we have some skepticism about the viability of its architecture for commercial passenger operations. But as we've said before, getting all these partnerships established, flying the thing in the real world, you collect data and you learn about operations in a way that you just don't with digital mm. twins or simulations. So that's cool. Break things and keep operating and learn how to interact with the rest of the world. <clears throat> Exactly. And building that competence up in the team is a huge value as well. Kitty Hawk, I think we saw doing some work with the US Air Force. I think almost all the key US electric vertical aircraft developers now have got some sort of relationship with the US Air Force's Agility Prime program. This is heavy side on Medivac. And then an interesting piece that's worth a read where the, the chief technology officer from Lilium defends their quite different vehicle architecture, these electric ducted fans that they use that are much smaller than a lot of heavy side, for example, or, or pretty much any other competitors, which means the mm. disc loading is really high. The noise profile is probably going to be quite different. And it's really energy hungry in, in vertical flight. And he talks about how they don't intend to be in vertical flight for long and why the mission profile and flight profile as a result is going to be quite different. Uh, and they've signed up Honeywell for their fly-by-wire flight control system this week. Honeywell yep. also announced as working with Vertical Aerospace. I think that's almost everyone now using Honeywell flight control systems. Sustainable aviation. So United Airlines Ventures, you mentioned, really exciting. I think if I were an air- airline right now, putting money into the future, it's the right time to do it. It's off the back of some big announcements with investments in Archer and and orders for Boom's Overture supersonic aircraft, investment in carbon capture. I should think United Airlines Ventures will will be a force to be reckoned with in this space. Really exciting. Mm -hmm. Logan Air, famous for the world's shortest scheduled commercial flight in Scotland, are adding a Green Skies levy, pound, pretty, pretty cheap, to each ticket for their passengers. Be interesting to see if others follow suit. I think that's all going to go to their offset program. But they're involved in lots of interesting stuff with Pair and, and the Zero Avia project. I think some of their short scheduled flights in, in more remote areas of Scotland are, are ripe for using novel propulsion mm. and energy storage technologies. Pipistrel have signed a deal with the Danish Air Force. First, yes. first military use of an electric aircraft, I think, in the world for pilot training with the Bellis Electro, which is pretty cool. And on sustainable aviation fuel, there's an interesting little video with it. A couple of points on hydrogen we, we don't completely agree with from uh, Lombard ODA in the Financial Times that we linked to that's worth a, a little watch, uh, a sort of overview of sustainable aviation there. And we saw announcements from Airbus this week. They're going to launch a, a project with Safran and Dassault on using 100% SAF on single-aisle airliners and helicopters, which was interesting. And end of this year, 
We've got Shell partnering with Enichem on a, it was a waste to chemicals plant, I believe. It'll now be waste to jet, but it, it won't be producing any kerosene sort of alternative until 2025, 26. We saw Heathrow with a, a well-timed press release ahead of the G7 summit that they've got the first SAF come online there as world leaders flew in, which is nice timing. And that takes us on to drones and UAVs this week. So flock cover. Good friends of the team here at Asinto, they finally got a bit of competition. So Moonrock Drone Insurance picked up a million pounds sterling to expand internationally. They, I believe, are underwritten by Hiscox, who are a very big player in, in the insurance market in the UK, who, again, we know quite well. We saw right from our neck of the woods here in, in West Sussex, Seas AI, who are a short drone flight from where I'm sitting right now, first with the, I think they're Swedish construction conglomerate Skanska. They did a BV loss inspection flight of some residential property, the pilot being 50 miles away. Frequentis have joined Project Rise. So that's the UK's sort of BV loss test project with their unmanned traffic management system, Mosaics. So they're going to trial that in parallel with air traffic control at Cranfield Airport on Project Rise. And I think it's Drone Cloud who they're working with on that, who've, who've selected them. It's, I think the same systems being used in Norway. They've got an imp- implementation there that CAA approved with Avinor. Last in the drone section is uh, Oil Tanking, which is a, a Danish oil logistics company, are using as a drone Skytech now for routine thermal readings, inspection, security of their tanker terminal in Copenhagen, which is pretty cool. And lastly, in new space, we saw Relativity Space, big um, advocates of fully 3D printing pretty much as much of their vehicle as they can, right from the outset, have produced what looks like a Falcon 9 size Starship knockoff, which is a really rude way. Almost identical. It, it's familiar. It's familiar looking. I, I don't know how much you can innovate what, what a rocket looks like, but it's, it does look familiar. But it'll methylox a, a methane oxygen combo, just like Starship. It's got a slightly higher payload to orbit than Falcon 9. From something slightly bigger than Falcon 9 to something getting slightly smaller, Starlink Terminals. I think they've got a new dish coming that's a little bit more wee than the, the, the one you can get at the moment. There's some political wrangling over the International Space Station between Russia and the US. I think the Russians are threatening to withdraw from the project by 2025. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, China, the, the Shenzhen sort of supercluster around there that dominates the electronic supply chain for drones, are trying to get in on satellite development. They've got a, a big, almost $50 million pot of incentive cash to entice companies into that area who build satellites and are in the related supply chain. And then I think the last couple of stories, Black Sky, the real-time geospatial intelligence company, they're going to be in a SPAC merger with Osprey Technology Acquisition Corp. They expect to have... 14 satellites in their constellation by the end of this year. And I think we're announcing better results uh, financially than expected. And the story probably everyone heard this week that was on the front page even of tabloid newspapers was that the uh, richest man in the world, or is he, Jeff Bezos, Amazon founder, will go on board Blue Origin's new shepherd with his brother over the Carmen line into space. Would uh, would you get on new shepherd, Sam? Take a little uh, suborbital flight? Life's too short, yes. 
Yeah, me too. I'll see you there. So that's a wrap of the, the top new aerospace stories of the week. Don't forget to check out our, our long-form podcast for a bit more detail on Archer, aviation, and vertical aerospace, if you're interested in those. Thanks for your time, Sam. I'll see you again same time next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Airborne Reborn. If you need to understand the rapidly changing new aerospace landscape, then begin your journey at asinto.com. That's O-S-I-N-T-O dot com. 